Welcome into a special edition of the Commitment Issues podcast. Today we haven't had an episode in four months. <laughs> Probably six for me. Well, we're back with a video component where you can see. Uh, well, you you look nice. Did you did you clean yourself up for this or what? I'm a barber, man. I, I always keep myself fresh, man. <laughs> I got my Supreme drip on. You, you know how it is. Well, you I'm on the other hand look like you just got out of a hostage situation, man. Did you get any brains on you, or did it, was it a peaceful situation? No, uh, it was peaceful. So uh, for those of you who don't know, you can now watch the podcast on YouTube at uh, youtube.com slash Rivals Features, I think is what it's called. So whatever it is, just Good go on, on YouTube and search for Commitment Issues. Uh, hopefully we can do some uh, post-production. But uh, anyway, uh, we've been gone for a long time. We've actually probably recorded three episodes that never aired. Uh, including last week when Rob couldn't figure out how to use his computer. <laughs> 35 minutes down the drain. I was so mad. It's pretty on brand for you guys, man. Right, exactly. But uh, anyway, we're back better than ever. So, so Dave, let's talk real quick. Uh, we want to talk about the Tiger King. That's why we brought you on uh, for your legal expertise. Uh, <laughs> first and foremost, but we want to, let's talk a little bit recruiting. So, uh, what's been your experience? I, I got interviewed today by somebody who was like, how serious are the kids taking this? Are they are they going to change where they're going to school based on this because they want to be closer to home? And I'm like, none of them care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, kids don't care. They're still out trying to play seven on seven and, and get some training film. I, right. had one kid, I had one kid ask me, what's your take on posting, uh, sending coaches workout video where I'm running around the cones? I was like, do you have any film yet? Did you start varsity yet? And he's like, nah. I was like, don't worry about it. <laughs> I, I think the same kid might have messaged me. I, we shouldn't say his name. but uh, I know who it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it a Kentucky kid? I don't know. I saw I – didn't, op- I didn't open the message, but it okay. definitely existed. Um, so, anyway, so recruiting the kids, putting out more top fives than ever, more commitments than ever, and it's just out of boredom, right? Yeah, more edits. Who makes edits? Um, yeah, who makes I, I keep edits? saying, you know – First 25 offers. That's what I keep seeing. And they got like William and Mary in there. (laughs) (laughs) Kids are calling around to get to 25 just so they can make the edits. Yeah, Hayes Fawcett's busy these days, man. And no sleep for him. Farrell's got him working for him, too. Have you seen that? Is he running his social media account? He's making some edits for him, that's for sure. Who makes edits? Yeah. Uh, Not me. I wish I made edits. Uh, You know they charge for that? Eight bucks, ten bucks a pop. Venmo is popping. <laughs> Cash out, my probably mostly. <laughs> <laughs> is that what's cool with the kids now? Venmo ain't cool now? Well, uh, I went out to Oregon, like, uh, I think it was last March. It was a year ago. And I asked people if they I could Venmo them money. And they looked at me. They were like, what? Venmo? What is that? I'm like. That's Oregon, man. You're lucky if they got the internet out there. (laughs) Carry around cash. Um, (laughs) All right. So I got some funny stories to tell, but I can tell them at the end. Uh, Basically, uh, you know, it's hard for us to speculate on recruiting because we don't know what's going to happen. So we're going to try to do some shows where we talk about some fun stuff, have a good time. Uh, If you guys listen, great. If not, that's cool too. Uh, So tell some friends. If you want us to watch a movie, watch a show, we are going to watch – on the 31st. Is that tomorrow? What day's today, Dave? It's the 29th. So in a couple of days, we're going to watch. What was the name of that documentary? Gain? No. No, no. it's the, the, um, 
the Dawkins one, the, the uh, basketball scandal. I forget what it's called. <laughs> I wanted to say game change, but I'm pretty sure. No, it's not. I'm pretty but, sure game change was uh, that like Hillary Clinton one. <laughs> yeah, Hillary. Um, now I forget what it is, but it's basically about uh, the what's his name Christian Dawkins. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's about Christian Dawkins and how he helped uh, start that whole launch that whole FBI investigation against the Adidas schools. So that's going to be dope. I, I'm looking forward to that. It comes out on the 31st. I just oh, man, I've been watching everything. I watched Ozark, like the third season of Ozark yesterday. The whole thing straight through. It was good. The scheme is what it's called. So if scheme, you want to yeah. watch the scheme, I'm going to try to get Eric Bossy to come on. Uh, we yeah. can reel him. So uh, maybe do like a little crossover episode. So we'll see what he has to say. But a lot of, a lot of chest hair so far in this episode. Uh, <laughs> it's got a, you got a hair sweater underneath of that T-shirt, boss. It's a hairy situation. I'm, I'm half Italian. That's all I got was the body hair and the fatness. Those are the only two uh, things. <laughs> and, the, and the quick temper. Yeah, the attitude. Yeah. So, uh, so the scheme. So we're definitely watching that. We're probably going to run an episode of it later in the week. So, um, as far as recruiting, we'll talk about if something big happens, but it's hard for us to speculate on when people might be back or when if if there's going to be a season. We don't right. Know. I mean, I mean the big the Big Twelve just pushed everything back to May 31st. So no organized or voluntary team activities for any sport at all until May 31st. Now, does that really impact college football season? I mean, I don't know. I feel like if, if we get – if we hit the ground running around, you know, mid-June, we could still have a season, right? Right, yeah. So we'll know more then, and we'll talk about recruiting. And if anything cool comes up, we'll talk about it. But other than that, if you want us to talk about something, let us know, tweet at us, and uh, leave a message in the comments, whatever. Make fun of us, uh, how we look. Because I'm sure people find out for the first time now that you're actually white. That's going to be a big uh, revelation. <laughs> I feel like the cat's been out of the bag for a long time now, but, uh, you know. All right, so 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 people want to know. So let's talk about the Tiger King. I'm sure, uh, you know, this is what did, what did Rob call Actually, Rob was supposed to be on. What did he call it? I, he said he, he barely paid attention to that dumb show. Is that what he said? Yeah. I mean, Rob, Rob's too cool to pay attention to anything like that, you know. <laughs> He's too busy watching All-American. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> a high-quality show. <laughs> and, and that, what was the, what was the, uh, what was it? My crazy ex girlfriend on the CW. He really liked that show. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, he loved that. My crazy ex or whatever. Yeah, it's a musical TV drama on the CW. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, what what was I want to get into the legal aspect? Was it, what's interesting about it is it started with like, okay, I'm gonna this guy was like, I'm gonna follow this crazy exotic animal trade and the breeding and all that stuff, and then of course once he met you know exo Joe Exotic it went off the rails and it just, he dove into that full on. Um, and then it gets into the legal saga and the care the whole Carol thing. What was your, what was your overall takeaway? Cause I had to talk you into watching it. Well, um, I was watching a bunch of other stuff I was catching up on. So. I mean, I'm not doing anything, but no, once I started watching my legal take on it, which part are you talking about how they, um, how the feds put the extra charges in there? Well, because I mean, you're talking about the murder for hire. I feel like any decent defense lawyer should have been able to shake, to, to put a reasonable doubt on the murder for hire thing when all the people who were, I mean, you, you, the guy who was the hitman literally says how much he hated 
Joe and they were always want at each other's throats and blah, blah, blah. And then it was like, oh yeah. And then he trusted me to go kill her and he paid, come on. Well, I mean, here's what you, what did he get? A couple thousand dollars? Was it $5,000? Yeah, three, he said he got. Three grand. That's gas money to get from Oklahoma to Florida alone. So what do what are we talking about here? Was was it was he getting paid per diem on the way down there as well? So, and that's what they said during the documentary. So I definitely would have harped on the fact that you know this is this is highly unlikely. But what hurts is if if they all everyone took the stand against him, you know, and the guy who was supposed to be the hitman did he take the stand? I don't remember that. I think he did. Yeah. I mean, when people are taking a stand and they're putting their cells on the line and they're admitting culpability to criminal acts, it's hard to spin that, man. I mean, the jury's going to buy it. The jury's going to think, why is this guy up here? It's, you know, you're always going to do – you're going to do what Aaron Rodgers' lawyer or Aaron um, Hernandez's lawyer did in that documentary, which is when you got the guy up there testifying, you say, you know, you're, you took this deal to testify to avoid being in that seat, and if he was up here, then, you know, you'd be under fire. And right. that's what you do to try to break their credibility down. But at the end of the day, the dude's sitting up there under oath in front of that jury telling them, yes, I, I was paid to do this. I did this. So it's hard to but defeat that. It's hard to overcome it, man. So it doesn't matter if he's a if he's a felon or whatever. I mean, you couldn't have assassinated his character to make him. You do. I mean, you absolutely assassinate the person's character, right? You say the only reason you're testifying right now is so that you aren't sitting in that chair being called defendant. And you, then you'd be facing time in, in federal prison. So this is your way to get off. You're lying. You know, you can't actually come out and say you're lying, but you have to suggest to the jury that, yeah, this person's not credible. He's a drug addict. He's a convicted felon. You do all that. And, and you hope that you can chip away at it, chip away and chip out away and put reasonable doubt in the mind of the jury. But at the same time, like I said, the guy's under oath. So there's a presumption that this person is telling the truth. The, the other thing I found interesting was, you know, obviously he'd been making videos for 10 years talking about how he was going to kill her and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I mean, that's another thing, you know. He's sitting there, he's got, he's like shooting her in the head in effigy, <laughs> literally. Well, well, right, but like, you know, because she's a public figure and he's a public figure, you can kind of, you could, he could have, couldn't you have spun it that that was satire and he was playing a character? I mean, when you're talking about public figures and satire, you're, you're going more into First Amendment law right there. But what you're trying to do is you're trying to establish a motive and an intent, right? I think the weakest part of the whole thing, though, is the fact that the assassin was, he was, he was a, a dollar store assassin, you know, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. <laughs> He's the private select version of a hitman. Three grand? Come on, what are we talking about? Plus, Joe is, is broke. But then there was also the thing where they mapped it out, right? So they mapped out, well, we're going to shoot her on her bicycle trail. We're going to, we're going to, uh, you know, well, this, this is some grassy knoll stuff here. <laughs> well, right, but the dude that was, so the dude, I can't remember his name now, the guy who stole the zoo from him, um, he never testified. And he was the one that was planning out the Google Maps and stuff like that. You're talking about James was his name, right? Yeah. But the actual hitman testified. But after the thing, he said, he said on the video, I was never in Florida. Right. He said that. He said that on the video. He said, I never went down there. So I don't think he testified. So, so do you think, uh, do you think they would have, like, because of, I'm sure some of the stuff that was said in the video, you know, in the doc contradicts what was said uh, in court. I mean, is that going to help our boy Joe with an appeal or what? On an appeal, for sure. I mean, you're going to get perjury charges at this point. So 
um, whoever goes on, and these aren't, we're not dealing with sophisticated individuals here, you know, <laughs> these, these aren't Omerta Mafia members right now, you know, these are people sucking down meth like, like pixie sticks, and so when they're on the video telling the cameraman, I never went down there, and if he was on record on the, you know, under oath saying, oh yeah, I went down there to do it, but I just never did it, then what are we talking about right. here? Right. Yeah, yeah. That would be but for attempted murder. All you need is a, you know, all you need. I don't know if it was attempted murder or murder for hire. I don't know the actual charge, but conspiracy is conspiracy. So if you make significant steps forward in a conspiracy, it doesn't matter how successful you were in the conspiracy. All that matters is two or more people conspired to do a crime. Right. So if they all sat down, mapped out how they were going to kill this woman, and, and there was an, there was enough significant steps to amount to a, a strategy, a plot plan, and, and there was action taken to carry that plan out, you can get conspiracy. I don't remember what the exact counts were because I think I, I wasn't look, like looking at, at the indictment. I didn't see the indictment. But, I mean, even if they didn't get them on that, they, the, the brilliant move by the U.S. attorney was to add those animal um, trafficking charges in there because, you know, that's kind of the stuff they got Mike Vick with where you're right. transporting these animals illegally across state lines. So that's where you get into the federal charges once you're, once you're going across state lines like that with those animals. And, and he did sell them. He said he sold them um, on the video. You could hear him. There was clear evidence of that. And, um, you know, they found, the, they found the skulls in his yard where he, where he shot and killed them. So, I mean, there, there was a lot of stuff there to convict him for the other counts. And, and in the feds, all you need is one count, you know, because the guidelines usually run the same way for, for those type of charges, you know, because there's an offense level down on the left side and there's a criminal history up on the top. And that's the way that the guidelines run. So depending on how severe the crime was and, you know, your criminal history depends on how much time you're going to get for the federal guidelines. It's not like state court where you can go in there and bargain with the prosecutor and then, the prosecutor says to the judge, you know, we've agreed on X amount of time with the feds probation and parole is going to look at what the plea was. Then they're going to look at the offense level of that. Then there's going to be other things that could, could possibly cause it to go up based on, you know, the way it was committed. Like if you're doing a conspiracy and it's sophisticated, um, then, then you could get two points added to that. And that's more time. I don't, I think that it could have been a sophisticated scheme with the things they were doing. I mean, anytime you're transporting these, these, lions and, and tigers and ligers across state lines you know that's not some simple thing like you have to do certain things to get that done so i think that it was uh i don't know i guess they probably didn't have a conspiracy charge for him however on those because i, I didn't see anybody else take the hit right well they said like, like a lot more people are still going to go down and i saw that they raided that guy's place in uh south carolina but he they mm -hmm. sound like he sounded like he covered his tracks. It, it, and then they said that uh, he was cremating them there on site is what they think. But guess what? There's no evidence that he's doing that then. Uh, yeah, that's that's a smooth move right there. That's uh, that's Ozark status right there. <laughs> uh, no, no skulls to be found. Nothing, uh, man. Just, a, just dust in the wind, baby. <laughs> well, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like... I don't think I don't think people should be able to keep these tigers and stuff. Obviously, they should be in the zoo and you know the whole tiger cub. Or out in the wild. <laughs> well, right, but I mean, like I get I get it that some animals are going to be in captivity, but I mean, you know, 
we don't need people playing. We don't need thoughts taking pictures in hotel rooms in Las Vegas with baby tiger cubs. <laughs> hey man, hey, you listen, you're an influencer now. You better watch yourself. You don't want to be on the outside looking in, you know? I'm going to be in here. You see my dog. You see my dog over my shoulder, that picture? Yeah, yeah, I see him. <laughs> you know, that's Grizz who died. And we somebody gave me that as a gift. He's memorialized. It's like a general. Uh, <laughs> I should get some. Andrew Luck. Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, I don't know, man. There was a lot of parallels. So, you know, I'm a... Uh, what? Well, Oregon? <laughs> I'm about to tell you. I'm about to tell you. <laughs> so, you know, like... Obviously, I'm half, you know, white trash. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's actually reminded me of a lot of, like, my Uncle John, especially, who I've talked about before. The way they, like, the way they, like, manhandle the animals. Like, I've seen, like, my uncle's, <clears throat> like, giant, mean, like, pigs and rams and stuff like that. I watched my Uncle Tony just grab them by the horn and just like slam body slam them down and when they when they were like taking those tigers and stuff it reminded me so much of it and so did a lot of the tricks putting like one time my mom got sued right no and they were like who's who's suing her it was like oh your uncle's ex-wife and i was like why and they were like well because he put the property you know, he took like his properties and had my mom sign the papers <laughs> and put them in her name so he could he could be away from them. And then she got sued, kind of like Joe Exotic's parents, you know. Um, so the the tactics, the hustling, the weird hiring the people, hiring the 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 people who had no jobs and paying them like a hundred bucks a, a week and letting them live out there. That's that's straight out of the Rivera family handbook. I mean, that's straight out of the military handbook. You know, you got your you got your chow. You know, you got your your spoiled meat from Walmart. You know, no, you that's got, the other thing. So you got uncle, your barracks. You don't need nothing but a hundred dollars a week to buy your booze or your meth with. So you know, like the bakery little bakery stores that are like, uh, they have a lot of them in Florida. Like like. Uh, I'm trying to like the bread store. It's just a store that sells bread only. Yeah, and a lot of those in South Philly. Right, exactly. So me and my uncle Tony would go twice a week and all the expired bread, we'd fill the truck up and he'd use yeah. it to feed the donkeys and stuff like that. But of course, we'd be telling oh, this is still good. Well, they yeah. got cu cupcakes in here. Let me tell <laughs> That's different though, man. We're we're talking about expired pork. <laughs> just, well, right, but Let's chop this up and throw it on the pizza. <laughs> they were basically like freegans. <laughs> they are freegans. They're dumpster divers, bro. <laughs> so dumpster uh, diving for for a T-bone steak. So let me tell like you, high one, end. One time when I was when I was uh, young and broke, I took a job at Seven Eleven working the night shift. Right. Yeah, that's rock bottom right there. <laughs> right. So I work one job during the day, then I'd go to Seven Eleven and work ten to six. Right. Ooh. Yeah, it was brutal. Um, and this was like in Sanford, Florida, in the definitely no, no, not, not the best day. There was a few times where I was in there where I had my finger on the button, you know, the little yeah. call button. They didn't, give, they didn't give you a shotgun with your uniform down no, there? No, they didn't. In old they, Sanford? <laughs> but uh, bow key, as they call it. Uh, but anyway, I used to take – so. Uh, it was the same thing, the, the stuff that was expired and the donuts and stuff that people didn't buy, you're supposed to throw them away. But what I would do is I would take one trash can 
our one big trash bag, I'd dump all the trash in it. Then I'd take a new trash bag, open it up and put it inside, almost like a little bladder. And the food I wanted to keep, I'd put inside the clean trash bag, inside the other trash bag. I'd take them out, tie it up. I'd throw, I'd pull mine out, throw the, the one in the dumpster and then set the other one off to the side so I could go get it later to get the steal of the food. So. So this show really resonated with you. <laughs> Took you back to your humble roots in Sanford, Florida. That's right, man. UCF student. Right. I couldn't believe how many things, like, there were so many things that I was like, that's exactly like something my uncle would do. I've done that. I'd be stealing that. I'd be taking that expired meat, the bacon, and eat. Because you know it's still good, Dave, after the, the – I'm sure you told oh, no, it's not. It's sell by. It's not eat by. No, it's, yeah, sell by. All right. Look, man, you, you go ahead, man. They were taking, they were taking like big bags of it, man. Like it's past the sell by, and then it's sitting in their house for another two weeks. And half the time they're high on meth. I don't know what you know about meth, but you don't eat when you're on meth. <laughs> hey, when you got a, when you got a lot of animals to feed, you know, you'll. Take I understand that they're giving it to the animals. The animals are eating it that day. That's fine. The sell by is cool, but they're taking it home and th- I don't even know if they have fridge. They might have just like dropped it in a salt pillar, you know. <laughs> You know who the saddest, one of the saddest characters was? The girl that got her arm bitten off and went back to work the next day? Well, that was And crazy. it was living in a trash heap? Yeah, that was. She, she's A1A one, one A or one A, one B. I was going to say the dude uh, who was like the manager of the zoo or whatever, the groundskeeper, whatever his name was, that had to go, that went and testified uh, that he had, he had seen him shoot the things, right? The guy with the yeah, long Yeah, 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 he shot there. the tigers. So... You could tell he was really struggling to have to testify and he was bummed about not being at the zoo. But then when they go back to him, like they interviewed him the day he testified and then you see, they go back to him later and he's all messed up. Man. Yeah. he. I mean, if you think that guy's just sad, so you think that guy's sadder than the, the dude that accidentally blew his brains out. <laughs> I mean, look, there's so many, like I'm watching this show, right? I'm watching this show. I don't, whoever put it together, I, I guess they did it the way they did it, but it was, how do you even, the hierarchy of madness was just the next episode. I'm like, it can't get any worse. And then I'm like, I'm like on episode six, the show's about to end. And the the campaign manager is like, Oh yeah, by the way, uh, you know, my man blew his brains out right in front of me. (laughs) And he's like, yeah, he's just sitting there. I thought the tape froze for a minute. I've never seen anyone that still, you know, he's just sitting there like, man, and yeah, then it's like you don't even find out. You don't even find out that Carol fed her husband to the tigers, perhaps, uh, until like the third episode. You know. So, so I would listen to a whole like ten episode podcast about that, wouldn't you? Oh, absolutely! Just that in and of itself. You know, it, it's so there's so many layers to it. I mean, I listened to a couple episode podcast of the 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 um the threesome marriage that he had, the 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 gay Mormon thing he had going on there. Oh, with the two dudes, neither yeah, one of them. Yeah, the who, two dudes, and, and they were straight. Yeah. <laughs> they were straight. <laughs> yeah. Man, I, then you got, you. it's just, the, the layers of that thing are crazy. It was like watching, like, some, it was like a Rick and Morty episode, but, like, extended out through however many se- uh, episodes were in that season. It was just, there were so many layers to it. Like, you got, I want to go back and watch it again, honestly, because now you got me worried that I just said a bunch of, inaccurate legal stuff because I really didn't know the facts because I wasn't even paying attention to the legal. To me, the legal part was boring. That was the most boring part. 
I wasn't watching this show with my legal hat on. Well, I, mean? I was watching with my whole thing. As they were going through it, I was like, it's pretty clear that, I mean, based on them not having any new video of Joe, that he ain't, he's not getting off. But I just, from an out, from the, based on the witnesses they had, I was like, really? No, the, other, the other thing, I mean, this was the important, this was like, this is the most important thing that the fishing game people have to do is like to bust this dude. You know what I mean? Like say, say what you want about him and the illegal trades. He was right. When you look at his, when you look at his zoo and you compare it to the, to the big cat rescue, his zoo was in way better shape. Like, I mean, was go- it? I feel like it wasn't. No, big cat rescue, dude. I've, it was 40 acres. It was 40 acres. Right. But you, have you ever like, so people go there all the time. I see it because people from Florida that I'm friends with on social media. Uh, I mean, it's it's not super well maintained, you know. Like I, she's doing the same. I think that was obviously you know, the point. She's obviously doing the same exact thing he's doing, right? right? It's just she puts a different like liberal consciousness to it to make it seem like oh well these cats would be killed over here, which they might have been. I mean. The good point, the, the best point she made was once they're cubs, they're viable economic assets, right? But once they get too big, they become nothing but a liability. And I think that it was like a two month window where they're cubs before they're a liability where they're going to go gnaw a kid's arm off, you know what I mean? So I get, I get why they're out there getting um, shot in the head and buried at Joe's or getting um, thro- thrown in the uh, incinerator over there down right. in uh, uh, the other place. Where was the other place again? Dock something. Yeah, docks, right? Because they're just you gotta keep feeding it. It's not making you any money anymore. It's just a big it's it's just too big and you can't really do nothing with it. And if you got they're redundant, right? I mean if you got nine or you got twenty-five, really all you need is a, a few big ones to show off to do a little couple tricks with, but the real money is I think is it petting the cubs. Right. That's what you were talking about, cub petting. What what they need to do is just link up with these poachers that are killing them in the wild and be like, look, I'll ship you the tiger. Oh, really? Like to a, to a resort island somewhere and then stalk the tiger throughout the island? Well, I'm just saying, you don't got to – yeah, exactly. You don't got to chase around – you don't got to go out in the jungle to chase them. Be, imagine that. Imagine if you had a private island where people could go hunt tigers and stuff, man. Man, you could have Peter shutting the podcast down, man. What are you talking about? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You got people killing wild tigers. You got people with tigers in captivity that they don't want. Cut out the, cut out the middleman. I think, I think it raises certain ethical questions that one must contend with here. <laughs> so you just, Not everyone is as morally ambiguous as you. <laughs> so you just reminded me that my Uncle Fred, uh, and my, and my, he was married to this lady named Nancy, right? <clears throat> and when I was a kid... My mom would never let me go over there. How um, many uncles were you barred from seeing? <laughs> so, so each of my parents had had five siblings. So I had I had plenty of options. Um, but my uncle Fred, uh, who my dad called Uncle Whitey Dog, that tells you all you need to know about him. That was his nickname. He had white. He had like blonde, like white hair. Anyway. His wife, the reason I could never go over there, because they had a wild bobcat that they kept in their house. Now, they, they, Another showed, connection. <laughs> they showed some of them briefly what they look like, but they, dude, they're huge. You know what I mean? And they're like vicious. Uh, 
And my mom was like, nah, you, you can't go over to Uncle Fred's house and play with that stupid. But, you know, I was a kid. I thought it was cool. I wanted to go see it all the time. But anyway, I don't know what happened to it. They probably shot it in the head. <laughs> they probably shot it and buried it. <laughs> if I had to guess. But I remember my Aunt Nancy chewed tobacco, a woman. Just he always had a big old oh, dick. Right. <laughs> that's, that's the kind of person that's going to have a pet bobcat. <laughs> <laughs> a dude named White Dog whose wife chews tobacco. <laughs> Out of Oregon, Woods, Oregon. <laughs> they have a pet. They have a pet bobcat. My cousin Carl. That was my cousin's name. Where are bobcats indigenous out there in Oregon? Yeah. Or? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They're everywhere, man. Scary. Okay. All right. The ones in Florida are actually bigger. Like I remember, I remember seeing one in Florida. Like people when I worked at the newspaper, people you know had those like yard cameras and they send them in. And I remember somebody sent us this one, and I mean that thing was massive. Like. They get way bigger down there in Florida where they can really run around and eat a lot. They got all kinds of stuff to eat. Yeah. But uh, anyway, I just can't believe that this is the priority of the federal government is to like pin down our boy Joe. Um, but, you know. I, I mean, it's, people, people always say that when it comes to it's like they think the feds are out there doing like miraculous work. Like, like there's plenty of federal prosecutors. There's plenty of marshals. There's plenty of FBI, DEA. There's a, there, it's a huge bureaucracy is what it is. And there's tons of people in different departments doing different things. So when people are like, I can't believe the federal government is bothering with the steroids, or I can't believe the federal right. government is dealing with the NCAA paying kids. It's like, there's a law on the books and they enforce all the laws. So it doesn't, it doesn't blow my mind. It's not baffling to me that somebody that makes six figures a year is doing their job. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, right. I just, I just don't like the and fact that bad, they, I mean, like, they went, look at the, it's not even not, a lot of times it's not even the crime. That's actually the thing that's so bad, but the lifestyle that surrounds that type of crime. Right. right. So look at, like you said, they got these, these cults, they're all cult leaders out there running their own little coach. You got, you got, you know, Joe exotic. He's got, he's running the, the lion tiger meth club where he's seducing young straight males to come be his, you know, to live on his compound. If you, and, and it was a compound Now he said, he even said, I'll turn this into Waco, Texas, you know? <laughs> so, you know, you got a methed out mulleted David Koresh out here slinging tigers and, and getting young boys to come join him on his farm. Right. So that's, right. that's one of the reasons why the feds look into that because it's not just the, the tigers, it's, it's the lifestyle that goes along with that. And the same thing with my man, Doc, you know, he, you know, that girl was basically telling you that when that girl that had left there was it, what she was explaining, it sounded kind of like sex trafficking almost to me, you know, it's just, he just wasn't selling them, but it was definitely like a, a Branch Davidian type thing where he's the, he's the male and he has, it's, he has multiple wives. They have a house, they have a house, but he was saying like when they first start out, they were sleeping in horse stables with cockroaches all over them. And, and they had to work their way up to get out of that situation, right? Yeah. And these are young, impressionable, gir impressionable girls. All of them were pretty, where he's telling them to go get fake breast implants and alter your body. And, right. and um, you know, one day we'll take you out of the stables and the cockroaches, put you up somewhere better. But until then, that's it. And they're working, they're working tons of hours a day. They're working like 18-hour days. Right. So, I mean, it's, 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 it's kind of like, it's kind of like white slavery type stuff. So that's why the feds, if the, the feds took down Al Capone on tax evasion, 
You, you understand what I'm saying? They didn't get him for all the other stuff he did, but they 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 got him. So that's that's how the feds operate. It, there's there's a method to the madness. So I know there's like lobbying and whatnot that goes on. I just can't believe how how hard is it to pass a bill to be like, yo, you can't have a tiger. <laughs> Hey, you know the problem with that. The problem with that is if you word the if you word the bill incorrectly, if you wrote, if you word the statute incorrectly, then you could criminalize zoos. You right. could criminalize legitimate businesses that make a lot of legitimate money, employ a lot of people, and also give a lot of campaign contributions. So you got to be real careful how you word these statutes. So if you align your business up to look like a legitimate zoo. You're, you're mimicking that zoo's behavior enough to where if they pass a law worded the wrong way, they're screwing up the legitimate businesses too. So, I mean. So, so there's some weird place. The last time I went up to see you and I drove down, I, I drove down through like Bowling Green down to Nashville. And there's definitely a place off the highway there that's like some weird place like this. Well, we got to go check it out. I know. Like, I actually drove by it. I'm gonna try to Google it right now. You're just you're googling it now. Are you? <laughs> are you thinking out loud, Trump? <laughs> That's just, well, no. I mean, I thought you had a name of that before we started doing this. I well, thought you might know what it was. Man, I don't go to Tennessee, man. What uh, do I look like? It's in Kentucky, dude. I don't. I, I live in Kentucky Louisville, bro. Down Under Adventure Zoo. Sorry, man. Never made it out there. <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna Google it. That's right, they got because they got kangaroos. Main Street down under. Only got caves too. That's right. Because you know I love I don't know if you know how much I love caves. Are you a spelunker? Oh man, I love caves. <laughs> Kentucky down under. Hold on. You know what? I think I can let's let's do a little production here. Um, oh, hold on, God. ready? I'm gonna try this. I'm gonna see if this works, Dave. All right, go for it. Um Let's see. Your face is so intense right now. <laughs> I know. I know. That's the problem. Hold on. Fraught with fear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it didn't. Uh, come on. I don't want to open system preferences. It says share screen. So. Uh, <laughs> Technical difficulties. Stand by. Uh, allow Zoom. I need to go to security and privacy to grant access. Come on, man. All right. But this is, this is not riveting radio right now. So, or whatever hey. this is, riveting youtube but yeah look it don't matter i'm not driving anywhere in kentucky oh. to do anything other than get what if i'm getting paid i'll drive out of louisville right so i'll go to grayson county if i gotta go see a person in the feds or i'll drive to the eastern district of kentucky for a federal case but i'm not leaving louisville for any i might go to the simpsonville outlets or something so they look they got they, okay so i can't figure out this shit i gotta close the app to change the security settings don't do it, it says, man. Come, it says come and pet a kangaroo they got wolves um let's see they got yeah they got all kinds of stuff so uh we gotta we gotta do this dave i'm good man <laughs> why man you don't want to pet a kangaroo i don't want to man if they could kick you in your mouth okay let me tell you something here okay now i got something to complain about uh-oh petting zoo guess what they got guess what does every petting zoo have that they have you pet a goat. A yeah, like nobody. Who cares about a stupid goat? Oh, hey, you're preaching to the choir. I don't want to touch any damn animals, man. I don't want to get anthrax. Well, we're going. We're going down now that we have a video show. You and I are going to Kentucky down under. We're we're filming the whole. We're filming. 
Are you gonna throw some chaps on? Yeah, I'll go down there. I'll bring some boxing gloves and I'll I'll put out one of the. We'll bring your son and he could see how he could really box against a kangaroo. Bring bring your daughter. What are you talking about? <laughs> I you've got the one with the boxing videos. Yeah, he boxes like humans though. <laughs> um. All right. So, also real quick, let's. I'll go Carol. I mean, we think she's heavily medicated because I mean. To, to be sit there and be like, yeah, he wanted to kill me. He wanted to rip my head off. Hmm. Nah, like, she, seemed, she seemed like super calculating to me, really is what it is. She seemed to have a flat affect like a serial killer or, or you know, a surgeon or an airplane or airline or well, well, so she, fighter pilot. There we go. That's the word I was trying to get out. So she's been running scams, though. If you look, they had that old VHS tape about how to get rich. That she did. Oh yeah, she's always been. She's always been a scammer, but she's smooth with it. Right. Then she had the one about how to take the little VHS tape, how to take care of the baby cubs. It's like, well, how would you know? I thought you weren't breeding any animals. So changed, man. She's reformed. You understand? She she uh she keeps on changing while y'all stay the same. She she snitched on herself though. Remember my favorite part of the whole show which to me was laugh out loud funny is when they said uh, when that tiger grabbed Joe by the foot and he just starts beating it with his walker, with his walking stick and drop him off. And so she starts talking, right? And she's like, you don't put cologne on a shoe. You put sardine oil on it. Like, oh, you're the expert on how to get a tiger to eat somebody, huh? You know, you know what uh, condiments the tiger's like? <laughs> that was pretty funny. That was, yeah, that was, was like, real slick. Yeah. Hey, I was like, you dry snitching on yourself right now. You don't even know it. Um, what I did find it weird that he all of a sudden had that injury, like they never showed. They never explained what happened to his knee, right? Yeah, because because he went from being normal to be having his knee messed up and having a cane. You have to assume he got attacked at some point. I want to go back when you bring up the legal aspect of it. I want to go back and build a case. Well, here's what we should do. I should go back and build a case against Carol for the murder of her husband, right? Although there's no body, so it's going to be tough. Um build a case against Joe for the arson because he definitely burnt down and killed all those alligators and, and burnt all that equipment from that reality TV show my man was doing. Uh, what, was I, what was his name? Uh, the dude Her? who was on like, the dude who, he was on like Inside, Inside Edition. Edition. Yeah. Yeah, like that was big back in the day. That was no joke. No, I, I, I also, I mean, he made a few wrong turns in his life to be like to where he was. Oh, for sure. He had the black hat on, you know. He looked like he looked like the. Uh, you watch Westworld? No. Westworld sucks. More like Worst World. That's what I always call it. I I, I try to watch it. it, I, it I like it, man. You know, it's something that you got to pay attention to. You can't be on your phone making edits. Yeah, because it doesn't make any sense. That's why. It does make sense. It totally makes sense. Everybody turned on it. I think it was that. Was it at the first season finale that everyone turned on it? I don't know. I just, I didn't even know about it until like uh, three or four weeks ago and I started watching it and I was like, this ain't bad for what it is. You know, it's, it's basically, it's, it's, we, we create AI, then the AI becomes sentient. Then the AI questions, what is life? Am I life or a human's life? And then they rebel against their creators. I mean, right. It's Battlestar Galactica, right? <laughs> showing my, I'm showing my dorkness right now. Yeah. I didn't watch that either. Sorry, Dwight. Um, all right, so what else we want to talk about, Dave? We, we, we definitely, I thought it was, I actually thought the documentary was well made. I do think it kind of veered off course because it got so 
tied into the BS with these people, but you had to follow it, right? I think, I think the fact that they kept it on the course the way they did was a masterful job. It was just a huge blob of jelly they were trying to nail to the wall. I mean, there was so much that it's just, where do you even start? How do you, you know, what, in what sequence do you want to expose this, 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 I want to say, for lack of a better word, this S show, right? <laughs> uh, this bleep show, you know, how do I present this turd over this turd or this, right. you know, it was crazy. So I thought they did a good job sequencing it, putting it together, trying to show you a sequence of events as to how all this unfolded. Right. So like, and, and you didn't see any of this coming. Like I didn't see a lot of this. I didn't see the kid killing himself. No. I, th I felt like he just left. Like he was like, yo, I'm going to get out of here. This is whack. I'm not even really gay. Um, Do you think he meant to kill himself? No, I think he's, I just don't think he was a very smart dude. I think he was up on a meth bender. He forgot he chambered one and boom, blew his yeah. head off. Yeah. I, the I dude, we forgot to mention that the dude ran for what? Governor? Yeah, president. <laughs> yeah, president. He ran for a presidential campaign manager. You know, like we didn't even mention that. Like we glossed over the fact this dude. Well, I love how the guy was like, he offered me the chance to be his campaign manager. That was my dream. I was managing the sporting goods counter at Walmart. <laughs> right, right. Yep. The next thing you know, next thing you know, the feds are on. I'm like, look, testify or we're charging you. <laughs> <laughs> Life comes at you fast. Like, like Denzel Washington said, man, don't be afraid to fail. Fail big. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got to give him props for taking a shot. So I, uh, think, I, think, I think Joe was manic depressant too because he would just be so manic and like, I can do everything. I can, I can rule the world one minute to the next minute just being like utterly depressed and down and, and ready to kill Carol. I mean, how many things did that dude do? Remember when the girl got her arm bit off? He pulled on, he put on a, pa a paramedic jacket. <laughs> like he's got a paramedic bomber on. That dude has no medical training whatsoever, and here he is in a paramedic bomber. It's like chilling, man. Oh god, that show is crazy. You like you forget how absurd it is. Like the theater of the absurd for that. It's just blows my well, mind. That's why. That's why Rob being like, I didn't pay attention. It's like. It was a well-made documentary, you know what I mean? Like, come on. Man, I, I let Rob do his thing, man. I'm not worried about what Rob's going on, man. I'm trying to safeguard my mental hygiene with jealous vigor in these challenging times, and I don't need no bad negative vibes around me, man. The other thing was I saw Ryan Clark tweet today, I'm not watching your Tiger show, and then a bunch of other, like, blue check people be like, yeah, me neither. It's like, okay, so why are you tweeting about it then? Just don't watch <laughs> it. It's a show of solidarity, man, in these but, trying times. Right, but it's like, who cares what you don't watch? Why does everyone have to tell us what they don't watch? Yeah, let people enjoy things, right? Right, who cares? Like, I, I, or, oh, I've never seen The Wire. Okay, well, cool, you know? Yeah, I you're a Philistine. Congratulations on being a Philistine. It's like when people say Westworld doesn't make sense. I'm like, you know, it's just because your mind's not complex enough, you know? I didn't say it didn't make sense. You lack the cognitive ability to follow the show. You know? I just said it wasn't good. No. It's like wants to be prestige TV, but it's not. Hey. Oh, that's. <laughs> are, you, <laughs> are you a Yelper? That's not like something Yelper would say. Let me find out you're, you're a closet Yelper, bro. All what right. So, wants to be prestige TV. So you and I, we should probably. Uh, maybe next week talk about Better Call Saul. Are you caught up? Oh, yeah, man. This this season's been amazing. Too. It's really the Dave Lackford uh, 
autobiography it's turned into is no i i'm i'm a lot more scrupulous than old saul 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 is uh pushing the line man <laughs> well you got to be careful given your background uh but <laughs> my, my pristine background thank you very much all right so i got a few stories to tell we got time yeah i don't care okay so you know i'm always complaining yeah. about <laughs> how dirty cvs bathrooms are well, who has ever used the bathroom time out CVS don't got bathrooms for the public, bro? Yeah, they do. Maybe in Oregon or Florida. No, in here, everywhere. So, so listen. Wait, what? About, why are you using the CVS bathroom, Woody? I'm worried about you, man. I use bathrooms in public. I'm always, I'm staying hydrated all the time, you know? I got to go pee a lot. Okay, okay. So I go into the, the, I go to a new CVS. Of course, bathroom's just destroyed, right? And I come out, I was waiting for my prescription and it's ready. And this was right at the beginning of the sickness here. So I'm trying to get out of this place as soon as I can. And I want to go in there and wash my hands. I mean, there's not even any toilet paper in there, right? So I come out, they go, oh, you know, <laughs> Mr. Womack, would you like to speak with the pharmacist? I, you have any questions for the pharmacist? I said, yeah, I do. I do have a couple questions, <laughs> right? The pharmacist comes over and it, they were like, oh, this is because it was like my allergy medicine or something. They're like, oh, it's just, everything's the same. You know, I said, I said, let me ask you a question. Do you, do you guys have an employee bathroom? And they were like, no, we use those bathrooms. I said, you use those disgusting bathrooms and you come back here and handle pills the whole time? <laughs> and, the, it, and, and they just like shrugged at me like, yeah. <laughs> and that was it. Bottoms <laughs> up. <laughs> that was the that was the whole interaction. They had no. I was like, "Can you ask someone to clean it?" And they were like, "No, nah, that's you know, that's the store people, basically." Like, yeah, right, yeah, because the pharmacies independent contractors. Right. I just felt like it. CVS is out there sending people to pharmacy school. <laughs> okay, so so the next thing I have to complain about. Uh, you, you <coughs> there you go. Look at you using the proper cough technique. Uh, have Have you been cooking at home? What have you been doing? Ordering food. No, nah, I've been a um, combination of both. You know, I've been uh, grilling some chicken, making some rice and vegetables, and then pasta every now and then. But uh, today we, we ordered some pizza. Well, so before this all started, I was trying to clean out the freezer because I got too much stuff, you know. Well, you know, you got the time. Well, right, but then I got panicked because I, I basically used a lot of stuff in the house. So now I've been stocked up. But I've also been looking up recipes to, you know, I'd be like, like I had a pound of ground lamb in my freezer. Okay. And I was like, stuff right there, man. That's, that's upper echelon. Right. Man. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, what, how can I cook this? So, you know, I Google like pound of ground lamb recipe, you know, and I can like some potatoes and stuff. It was actually pretty good. But my whole point is you ever Google a recipe online and you read it and it's got some stupid story. You can't get to the recipe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it. Yeah, all the time. I do that whenever I'm using my crock pot. So what I'll do is, I'll just hurry up and scroll down to the bottom when I see one and I'll screenshot it and then I'll create like a folder for my photos and I'll put recipes there. Ah, that's a good idea. So, so just so people don't know, give us an example. Life hack. <laughs> give me, that's a date. That's a, that's a lack hack. We call it. <laughs> uh, give me something you want to cook. Me, anything right now. So I want to, I want any recipe. I'm going to Google it. Uh, Google. I want to, I want some shawarma euros. Uh, at home recipe. Okay, so we Google it, right? Yeah. Uh, Lebanese 
shawarma recipe. Oh, like chicken thighs. You know, I got I got a whole package of chicken thighs I got to cook, Dave. All right, so what, so what are we doing here? So you pull it up, right? And we're talking 500 words. We start with homemade chicken shawarma. Yeah, I went there. <laughs> <laughs> how intrepid. That's how it starts. You know I wouldn't post a recipe that I don't love. Well, I'm in love with this recipe. Yeah, you just said that. <laughs> I've cracked the homemade shawarma code, and it's awesome. Seriously awesome. What kind, I mean, of person, what kind of person do you think actually sits there and reads that? Like, who reads that? I bet you you've got an aunt that loves reading those things. Like, <laughs> Someone has to, because we're going they through the- love the recipe inter, uh, intros. You go through all this, you go through all this stuff and then it's pictures, it's ads. And then finally down at the bottom, it's the recipe. I don't mind the pictures. Cause I'm, you know, I want to see how it's going to turn out. So I don't I mind should, the pictures. I should cook this. It looks like they make it in a cast iron skillet, which, uh, which would be good. But I got a, I got a whole, I got a whole thing of chicken thighs. That's a whole, you I know gotta what? get a cast iron skillet, man. I, I passed this past, I passed the cast iron skillet. Try to say that fast. Pass the <laughs> cast iron skillet every time I go to the grocery store and I'm like, man, I need to buy that. And I never do. And I, I'm a big like pots and pans guy. You know, I, I own an exorbitant amount of pots and pans for a single man, you know. If so, you put I own a lot of single pots and pans for a single man with I pass the cast iron store. That's like an Eminem song. Right? <laughs> Royce the five nine iron, man. <laughs> I, pass the pots, I pass the skillet pan. Now say it again. Uh, you said, I'm a man with, I'm a pots. What did you say? I'm I said, a, I'm a man with an exorbitant amount of pots and pans. <laughs> no, I have an exorbitant amount of pots and pans for a single man. And then I said something about I want to buy every time I go past the pet cast iron. Every time I go past the cast iron skillet, I want to buy it. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I think the pots and pans actually have more a better Eminem line. But uh, I wish you could. I wish you could uh, you capture that. <laughs> put that out. <laughs> yeah. Have, maybe I will have M Deuce uh, put some put some music to it. <laughs> uh, the other thing, I think this is the last one I got. So we're on Zoom right now. We're talking on uh, FaceTime for those people listening. Uh, have you noticed how many people posting pictures of like, oh, it's virtual happy hour and there's like 12 people on the screen? Yeah, no, I haven't seen a lot of that because honestly, I stopped looking at social media. I can't, I can't look at social media right now because I, I get like angry to the extent that I'm like in my living room cursing at my phone and my kids are coming in looking at me like I'm high. What are you doing? Uh, nothing, man. I got to get off Twitter. Man. Well, so, so, I mean, first of all, you know, I make a lot of jokes about not having any friends, but if, if, if you told me I had to get 15 people together at a set time on a, on a video call, or you're going to burn my house down, I start packing up the box to run call your insurance company. <laughs> First of all, I have no desire to FaceTime with anybody ever. Uh, I'm doing it. We're doing this now because this is pretty good. Well, but I got sick and tired of the other thing not working, man. Like, what, Venmo? No. Vimeo? Yeah, no, uh, Zencaster. Zencaster, there we go, yeah is enough it's not working uh keep messing up people say this works better and we could throw the video up on youtube 
I don't know who would want to watch it. I don't, but that's not me. People watch video podcasts, people talking. Yeah. I don't know. I can't do it. Yeah. Not me. I wouldn't want to see our ugly mugs anyway. Yeah. My hair's all messed up. I got a long beard. I got chest hair. What do you think? Hey, what's, up with, what's up with the collar on your shirt, man? Throw that away, man. That's, no, that's fun. That the happens from time. The virtual integrity of your collar is decimated. You cannot wear that shirt anymore, man. It's done. It's, that's dead. You want to know how it happens? You're playing around the house. People are grabbing and tugging on it, you know? Social distancing, man. <laughs> I'm in my room. My kids are in my in their room. They want something. They, they text me. I tell them to go screw themselves. <laughs> so you got how many kids in the house with you? Three? Two. My my oldest son Dave, who's seventeen, and my my youngest son Jace, who's sixteen. You know, and and like we discussed, you know, I feel like every second they're trying to sneak out to go, you know, meet up with their little girlfriends or pass little vape pens around with their buddies or whatever, and and contract the the COVID nineteen and bring it to my home. So I've been hyper vigilant. I haven't slept much. Um, I'm thinking about ordering some uh, window bars on Amazon. You know, keep myself. You, have, you haven't let them see their girlfriends at all. No, no, no man. I'm taking this serious, bro. Okay, <laughs> right, I like it. Well, my point was, I just can't believe. I just, it just really hits home how few friends I have when I see people. Not to mention, does one person talk at a time on those fifteen people things? Like I said, man, if, if I saw something like that on social media, I would immediately turn that off. You know, I, they were doing like some virtual party with DJ D nice and Joe Biden was on it or something. And, and like, I was talking to my daughter and my ex-wife was doing that in the background and I saw her dance and she's like, we doing club quarantine. And I was like, yeah, that's why we're divorced. <laughs> well, our very own Rob Cassidy actually did a, a virtual brunch today sounds terrible yeah exactly did he did he bring some of the things from it did he bring some of the sports memorabilia from his house to the brunch <laughs> well he did he did did he bring his mookie wilson jersey he posted his shoes oh he got the off whites um zoom brunch but look at it okay i'm gonna i'm gonna get in real tight here <laughs> look at all these people look at these people four or five people Having I have four or five friends, bro. You, if you look, man, when this is over, come out here to, to Kentucky, man. I'll hook you up with some Louisvillians. They're real nice people. They'll take you in. They kind of look like you. You, you definitely got the Kentucky look going on right now. <laughs> Let me tell you something. People love this beard. Yeah, it's. it's I mean, I dig it. You know, yeah, I got I got people trying to get me to come quarantine with them instead of. All you need to do is get put some Kodiak in that bottom lip right there. You look like you're from Oldham County or something, brother. Well, I how do. <laughs> That's always one of the one of the best skills ever is these people who can like. Well, what they do is they put their two fingers together like this and they just kind of relax this. So when they flick it, it pops on the can. I can't do it. Yeah, I can't because, do it. You know, I don't have I, I have the proper amount of chromosomes, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> some people with an extra chromosome they can pop that finger on that can, man. They should be like that. Should be the test, like when you get to the pearly gates. <laughs> you do this? Hey, what you do with this ball? Oh. <laughs> Come on, I know you love some Jesus. <laughs> oh man! All right, so uh, I did. Wait, is that the test to get in or, or get barred? <laughs> no, get barred. If you can click the thing, you're out. You're well, I feel like you're in. Yeah, <laughs> nah, man. Those good old country boys. They they love some church. 
So I had a tweet of the week, which I thought was funny. But um, you can't find it. Of course. Well, you know, usually you wouldn't be able to see me looking through. No, uh, no, there would just be a, a somebody filibustering for you on the podcast while you found it, like so, I'm doing right now. So Kelvin Harmon, who I think is in the NFL, right, under Redskins? Yeah, Skins? NC State, represent, former four-star. He tweeted, Twitter be dry snitching. Your favorites pop up on the timeline as if you retweeted it. <laughs> so, like, if you like, like, a girl's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. post, your followers see it. And what's funny is Farrell texted me tonight and said, when I like something, does it show up on people's feeds who follow <laughs> Yeah, Mike. <laughs> what did he like? Was it was it like some milf action? What was it? I don't know. He didn't say, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying, like, you yeah, know, it's like, uh oh. Yeah, you got to be, uh, yeah. <laughs> Hyper vigilant, man. Yeah, you got you to be careful, Mike. Uh, so anyway, that's it. Uh, we're gonna watch the scheme. And then we'll probably, well, you know what I wanted to do? You ever watch the, you ever watch the Real World Road Rules Challenge? I'm good, bro. <laughs> Come on. I'm not watching the Real World Road Rules. That's like a mashup of two stupid reality shows that well, I mean, the world. The ruined reality, tele, reality television ruined entertainment. No, no. Listen, Dave. No. Neither one of those shows is on anymore. So it's just, this is as close to sports as you're going to get. It's basically sports now. What? The challenge. <laughs> is it like on now? Is it a thing or are we going back in time? No, I it start, no, no. The next I season. You go watch the 2006 Rose Bowl. No, the next season starts like on Wednesday. So I think we like should. Like regular television? Yeah, on MTV. Do you have a CD collection still too? Do you have a, do you have a six dish changer in your car? <laughs> I'm looking around in here. I thought I might have some CDs. I thought your wife came in here. No, I was looking to see if I had any CD. What, do you have like a scar in your head right there when you turn to the, no, the other side? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that just your hair wolfing? <laughs> no, I got a scar. I do have a scar in the middle of my forehead. You can't see it. The influencer light washes it off. Uh, is that from, is that from uh, the, when you were in your hostage situation? <laughs> no, I was. Actually, like, it was. <laughs> I know the story behind this. <laughs> you can tell a story. Tell that one. <laughs> Well, that's one of the things I was <laughs> ranting and raving. <laughs> that's a Joe Exotic story for you right there. Well, I'm like, I'm like, the feds are sitting here tracking down Joe Exotic. Meanwhile, I got some dudes burst into my house, tried to kill me, left me tied up. That's not a federal crime. It's a state crime. I know, but uh, no, well, I got the whatever. Listen, I got the scar here riding a three-wheeler with my cousin when I was three years old. <laughs> yep. Makes sense. Were you on the front handlebars like this? <laughs> no, nah, I was riding. I used to ride in front of them to hold on. You know, those three-wheelers, you could lose control of them real quick. And I, I flew off and landed headfirst on the gravel. <laughs> Put my head open. So did, did you did you break all the moonshine you were transporting? <laughs> no, nah, that was my cousin, John. He was more of a weed guy. You know? Oh, okay. Yeah, he was more of a weed guy in Oregon. Uh, but anyway, all right, so that wraps it up. Uh, maybe we'll get Dave. I might be able to get Dave Barry to do us a little. Are you looking at me? Are we, are we side by side on your screen? No, I'm over top of you like Skype. Okay, so we'll see what it looks like. Uh, I think it's going to come out top and bottom. Maybe we'll get Dave to throw a little graphic on there. And 
put on YouTube. And uh, I mean, I'm obviously the most better. I'm the better looking guy at it too. So I feel like you know mine should be the big boy. right now because yeah, you groomed yourself prior. I always I I I still have like. I mean, I don't go out, but stuff comes in. Let me know? tell you something. In the in the apocalypse, this is what's better. No, that's never better. <laughs> Hate to break it to you. Just wait till the comments come in. It's gonna be like, man, Woody with the beard. I mean, I don't know. It's not that the beard is fine. It's the other everything else that's the problem. I put on my rivals camp hat. Is that a snapback? Now I look like a, a real rep. Turn it, turn it backwards and put your hair through the front like Cassidy. Look <laughs> at Cassidy going on. This is how big my head is. I think I got to open it all the way up. Yeah, yeah. You look like Rob a little bit right here now, man. You and, bro you and Cassidy are brothers. I like when my hair comes out of it. For those who don't know, that's what Rob, that's an actual Rob Cassidy quote right there. I like when my hair comes out through the snapback. <laughs> All right. Actually, I promised this hat to Jake, to Jake reuse. So. Reuse? Yeah. You know what? You have one of these blue hats? Let me show you. Is it navy blue? Nah, look at that. You see it up what? there? What is that? A Glock? <laughs> oh, it's an R. <laughs> Like a, that's a legit. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, send that to me. You got my address. I'll rock that all day. Look at that thing. Two ten fitted. If that if that hat's on the table for a kid, that kid ain't picking that school. <laughs> that's an off brand, John. Oh no, it's all right. No, it's no, it's legit. Because Nick Kruger used to wear his like this. <laughs> That doesn't show, that that is not a Nick Kruger style either. No, he used to wear it off this side. Here we go. You kind of do you kind of resemble Rob a little bit. I see the Italian in you when you got the beard and the hat on now. Now I see it. Yeah, you see the eyes and the, see the Italian in you, yeah, man. It's a good look for you. Hey, Fongulamon. <laughs> we'll have to cut this out of the audio version because nobody knows what that man. Shut up. <laughs> All right, that wraps it up. It's great to be back. How many people do you think still subscribe to the podcast? Man, I hope when we put it back out there, you know, our, our base, our core of about seven people will be excited about this, man. Yeah, we'll see. You know, Rob's got a nice little fan base from, uh, from his uh, fraternity bros. But All right. Well, he's not on this, so they're not going to listen to us. Right. Well, they'll enjoy us making fun of him if they do listen. So. <laughs> no doubt. Anyway. Uh, all right, Dave. Let's do, let's try to do like Thursday or Friday where we talk about the scheme. Okay. The 31st is going to be Tuesday, right? Yes. Yeah, so I guess we'll try to get Bossy to come on. All right. I don't know if he will because he doesn't like talking about that stuff. I'm not going to be doing anything. Uh, they canceled court here until like June 1st. Okay. They didn't even open in the courts here until June 1st. So I'll be sitting in my house, you know. Hopefully society will still exist on, on March 31st. <laughs> well, maybe, we'll do, maybe we'll do some special video only, like Ask Lack uh, video series. Okay. I like but it. If you got questions for Dave and his crazy background, hit us up. We'll put them in. And uh, if you have any legal questions, I can answer them for a, a, a nominal cash app donation. <laughs> 
You know what? We get somebody hit us up about some like copyright information, trademark thing the other day. And I was like, let's just have Lackford talk to him. And they were like, no, yeah. we got, we got to talk to legal. I was like, I got my legal team. It's a one man army. I booked trademarks copyright. I got like a B, but I was the man in trademarks. So. Hey, you're talking to the guy who broke the story when UCF filed the, uh, stuff to change their name from, from, uh, golden nights to nights and i went and pulled the new logo off of the trademark website mm -hmm. and the athletic department and i put it in the front page of the school paper and the athletic department was pissed because <laughs> they hadn't announced it did they register it yeah they registered it no but so but they were going to do like you, a went big... found it, you went and found it on the registry is yeah what you're telling me. yeah <laughs> hey that's hey public record baby that floor especially yeah, that was that was that was real reporting. Yeah, it might have been a pyrrhic victory for you. I'm sure they didn't give you any more access to this. <laughs> nah, they weren't happy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, I'll get off here, okay. man. Okay. All right, Dave. We'll talk to you later. Everybody, right. thank you for listening. We'll be back with another episode uh, next week.